Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to r slash entitled parents, where this entitled dad tells his wife to stop getting treatment for cancer. Seriously. My dad doesn't want my mum to get further cancer treatments. I've already vented to my friends about this, but I still can't stop overthinking the whole situation. I'll try to explain things from the beginning without going too deep into the details. My mum was diagnosed with cancer mid last year. They seem to have, thankfully, caught it in good time and she's had a few treatments so far, most notably being surgery in the beginning, then chemotherapy when it was found she still had cancer in her system. The chemo really hit her hard, most especially towards the end, but thankfully she finished chemo around a month ago and it's like she's back to her old self again. However, she's been aware that she may have to have radiotherapy depending on the outcome of the chemo. She got a call to say that they'd like her to have radiotherapy as a precaution to fully ensure the cancer is gone. Mum's obviously not dancing happily with this news, but she's a freaking fighter and she'll get through this. Her loved ones will do all we can to help her too. I'm super proud of her for overcoming all of this. Then there's my dad in quotation marks. When he found out mum had initially been diagnosed last year, he immediately started telling her not to get treatment for it. To shorten his general reasoning, it only kills you quicker. It doesn't really help you in the long run. I've listened to him saying things like that all my life. I had cancer treatment myself when I was a kid. I was diagnosed at four and my parents were told I'd need chemotherapy at six. My dad was against it. And if it hadn't been for my mum, I likely wouldn't have gotten that treatment. Earlier tonight, mum told him she'll be starting radiotherapy in the near future. And no surprise to anyone, he lost it. He started yelling at her, telling her not to get the treatment. And the icing on the cake, he told my mum, Your friend had chemotherapy and radiotherapy a couple of years ago and she still died. Why would you be any different? Mum reminded him that another friend of hers also went through the two treatments and is now back to living her life and is as healthy as ever. She's actually been a major support to my mum and I'm so thankful and grateful that mum has had her along with several other people. At this point, dad muttered some BS argument saying more fool her, referring to mum's second friend, then stormed out of the house, slamming the door behind him. Uh, I'm not really sure why I'm posting this to Reddit in all honesty. I just wanted to vent and I guess I felt like just writing everything out without it reaching anyone other than myself wouldn't help as much. And I didn't want to just bombard my friends with all of this. I mean, I've told them, yeah, but everyone has their own struggles to deal with in life. And I don't want to add to anyone's. So I guess Reddit's anonymity helped me there. I think I keep typing because I'm so uncertain about clicking that post button. I don't know. My head's even more of a freaking mess right now than it usually is. Thanks for reading my not so mini mini ran anyway. 
Just a quick question to you, OP, and to your mum. Why, uh, why is your dad still even in your lives? He just sounds like one of the worst people I've ever heard of. Literally referencing your mum's friend who has died from cancer after going through chemo and radiotherapy, knowing that she is doing the exact same thing. What is with that? I mean, it's bad enough saying, no, don't get chemotherapy and radiotherapy, which scientifically is proven to help. But on top of that, then just referencing other people that have died from cancer as well. How is your mum going to feel about that? Clearly, she is super strong and it's a good thing that she's got good people around her like her friends who can say no do this don't don't even think about his opinion like do what you want to do but wow what a horrible person jeez now for our next entitled parent story monkey boat from heck this took place last year it doesn't have a justice filled ending i'm afraid but after seeing a similar story here i remembered this whole thing happening and i've just got to tell you about it my mum and stepdad lived down in naples florida for half the year snowbirds Every February, my wife and I take a trip down there to see them and enjoy a fleeting moment of freedom from seasonal depression. Last year, when we went down, they took us to the Naples Zoo. One of the attractions they have there is the Primate Expedition Cruise. It's actually really clever. It's a man-made pond with a half dozen or so islands, each one being its own habitat to a different type of primate. That's pretty cool. There's a few boats that tour guides pilot around talking about the different species and what makes them unique. Well, I've never seen gibbons before, so we got ourselves in line. A few moments later, we were joined by the antagonist of our story, an entitled mum in her 40s and her daughter, who was about five-ish. At first, there was nothing amiss. It was a nice day, partly overcast and decent temps. I was with my family on vacation, and my biggest concern at that moment was what ice cream bar I was going to get after we got off the boat. All seems right with the world. Soon it was time to board, and we climbed on and found our seats. That's when the kid suddenly had a massive freak out on the plank. She doesn't want to get on the boat, and is screaming the scream that only little kids are capable of. That special kind of primordial and inescapable wail that permeates your eardrums and touches the part of your brain that contains an incredibly deep capacity for exceptional violence locked safely away from the rest of the world for its safety. The kid didn't want to be on the boat. Something about it freaked her right out. Understandable. The water's murky and who friggin' knows, there could be monsters down there. I taught kids her age how to swim in water just like this for four years. I get it. Her mother, however, freaking doesn't. And she refused to get off. The mum said that she waited in line that whole time and she wants to go and see the monkeys. The kid, terrified and unable to communicate any other way, just sat there and screamed. The staff went to the entitled mum and said, look, this has to stop. She either calms down or you get off before we set off. It's not fair to everyone else. It's a 20 minute ride. Is she going to be okay? And sure enough, the mum just said, she'll be fine. The mum manages to get her kid to calm down enough to quietly sit her in her seat by grabbing her by the arm and forcing her to do so. Now this didn't sit right with any of us and a few older women spoke up only for this mum to snap at them to mind your own business my kid my parenting style blah 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 at this point all the passengers are fuming and give the staff look like dude just boot them off i know how this is going to go down you know how this is going to go down everybody else aboard knows the entire mum and her kid know people on reddit reading this a year later know please don't set off with them aboard so we set off with them aboard And the second we pulled away from the deck, the kid hits play on her, make everybody in a two-mile radius head to a fallout shelter playlist right on cue. 
The next 20 minutes was the longest 20 minutes of my entire life. The tour guide tried as hard as she could to power on and give the tour, but even with her microphone and PA system turned up to 11, none of us managed to hear a single word she said over the screech of the banshee sitting in the front row. As we passed the islands, the spider monkeys, lemurs, and gibbons woken up from their mid-afternoon nap would look over at our boat with an expression of, what in the actual frick is that? The rest of us passengers made it through by giving each other knowing looks and imagining dumping the two off on one of the islands. But as all terrible things do, this too came to pass and we made it back to shore. The tour guide stepped off and walked away as soon as the boat touched the dock, abandoning the boats and leaving the shore crew to tie her up and drop the plank. The entitled mum and her kid were the first to disembark. The mum took a spot nearby and started laying into her kid, who I'll remind you is five years old. Nobody said anything to her, preferring instead to just put as much distance between themselves and her as possible, just like the tour guide. As we walked off and saw the scolding, I passed by close enough to overhear her parenting. What I heard I won't repeat. It reminds me too much of my own childhood. But to say that the entitled mums probably got sociopathic tendencies would be an understatement. The kids started to ugly cry, much differently than on the boat, and I honestly just felt so sorry for her. She's just a kid who was afraid and freaking out, and her mum did F all to comfort her. Instead, the mum took it personally, believing her five-year-old kid was doing it on purpose to embarrass her. That's why she's not labelled as an entitled kid in this story. She's just a kid. It was the entitled mum who said she'd be fine when she wasn't. The entitled mum who convinced the staff to let them stay. The entitled mum who put her wants and needs above her own daughter's comfort, as well as the other dozen or so people aboard. The kid was just being a kid. It was her mum who was the entitled little idiot. But that's all I've got for you. We didn't epically confront the entitled mum or step in to be superheroes to the kid. We effed off to go and get ice cream and feed the giraffes. It was about an hour later that we could finally hear properly again. Oh, great story. And you're absolutely right to not label this kid as entitled. She's just being a kid, man. Come on. Five years old and getting berated by her mum for, for being scared of water. Like That's what was going on there, really. This mum is just being a horrible person. And it's actually quite nice to not see an ending of an entitled parent story where the mum gets arrested or everyone, you know, beats her up or something silly that probably didn't happen. This is the, the brutality of entitled parenting. People don't really tend to get involved. It isn't really your space. Even as much as you'd like to probably go over there and, and give her a lesson of how to actually parent her child properly and tell her not to just scream at her child who is just scared. It doesn't normally happen, does it? It's not realistic. So uh, yeah, great story. Loved it. Shame that that 20 minute boat ride was ruined because that is a great idea. Can you imagine going on a boat and just going from like island to island full of monkeys? That's naughty. I'll back that. I might go to Florida and do it. But uh, yeah, shame it was ruined. Oh, well, hope you enjoyed your ice cream. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And now for our third entitled parent story. 
our restaurant's buffet is not your dinner plate mom I've heard a lot of stories from the sub and the story I have today fits perfectly here This story took place about a month ago and still makes me angry because of the lack of care These parents had for their kids or even the people around them. In fact, it didn't seem like they are entitled at all But just oblivious r slash oblivious parents anyone so for a quick background I work as a hostess in one of the main restaurants in a popular resort We're the only restaurant on property that opens for breakfast and although we use menus We tend to run buffets when our occupancy is high enough to keep up with the large crowd The buffet pretty much has what you'd expect like eggs bacon cereal and pastries We bake in-house and we usually run it from 6 to 11 or until we run out of food which rarely happens We tend to get rushes closer to 9 a.m. On most days But on Sundays, when people are checking out, it can start earlier, depending on what kind of guests we have. Obviously, just like any buffet, we have tongs and spoons to serve the food, and it's a self-serve system. It was close to maybe 9 or 10 on a Sunday when this story happened, and I was the hostess for the day. We were starting to pick up in business at the time, but it wasn't going to be packed until the next hour or so, when the restaurant would start shifting to lunch, and the checkout time would begin in the lobby. I'm standing at the host desk arranging tables on a computer when I'm approached by our stars of the show Three ladies probably in their early to mid 30s and their four sons all around seven or eight years old The moment I start to greet them the boys all run past me into the restaurant Where they all start chasing each other around tables chairs and even servers I look up at the ladies and internally sigh as I notice that not one of them has noticed what was going on And we're either talking to me or to each other and immediately I knew this was going to be trouble Now something you should know about me is that I can be somewhat of a goody two-shoes When I see people even kids misbehaving in any way I get really frustrated and sometimes feel like it's my job to do something about it Even when it's not my place I'm a little more understanding with children because well, they're kids Most kids don't learn the real meaning behind right and wrong until they're likely in the double digits So I try to think that it's fine when the parents intervene Another thing is that I have adhd and I tend to get easily emotional depending on specific circumstances I can be easily excited stressed angry or sad and if i let them run too much then i often act on them such as saying or doing something that wouldn't exactly be acceptable in various circumstances it can be anywhere from being too loud saying something personal in the heat of a moment or revealing opinions that are better kept private than said out loud i know it's better to stay quiet and let things play out but in this moment i couldn't help but say something excuse me mom can you call your kids back before they get hurt I kid you not it was like this woman just woke up from a trance when I said this because her first response was Oh, uh, right and she started calling for the kids to come back as I took them to a table I know it wasn't my place But a part of me thought that maybe bringing attention to the situation would make things easier Maybe the ladies would control their kids once they were inside the restaurant and maybe I just distracted them I thought maybe they were just tired or something. I was wrong as the hour continued The restaurant started filling up a lot more meaning more people walking around the restaurants I was busy for a while So I didn't really pay attention to the ladies table until about half an hour had passed And by that point the boys were right back to treating the restaurant like a playground 
and had added a game of catch to their list of activities. They seemed to be having a lot of fun throwing a large stuffed animal in the air with all their strength without paying much attention to the fully occupied tables they were inches away from hitting. There was one man in particular, an elderly fellow, who was inches away from being hit by the toy multiple times. He was not oblivious to this fact, and I noticed relatively quickly that he was glaring at me a few times. Since I was busy and had given it to a server already, there wasn't much I could do at that moment, nor could their server. I just kind of hoped it'd stop before it would get worse, but it took way too long for it to. And then it was 11am, and for the first time I'd ever seen, we had to close down because some of the stations were out of food. It was definitely a busy day for sure. As usual, we started informing guests about last call as we start transitioning to lunch and getting rid of the food. By this point, the boys had stopped playing around, and I noticed one of the ladies with her son in tow was filling a to-go container with pastries to take with her. This wasn't a bad thing, since the food was going to be tossed at the end anyway, but I did notice something else. The woman, tongs in hand, picked up one of the pastries from the station and started to feed her child with our tongs. I just stood there in complete shock, wondering if I'd seen that right. She, without any hesitation, turned back to the station and put the tongs back. There was no flinching, scolding, or even any attempt to call over a staff member to replace the tongs. She just walked away. And that's when I pretty much snapped and went into full-on hyper-focused anger. I quickly charged over to the station and grabbed the tongs before ducking into the kitchen where a few of my co-workers were. I didn't say anything to the woman at all, but I did say something to my co-workers. I exploded. It wasn't my proudest moment and I could have controlled myself better, but I just couldn't keep it in at that point. I just unloaded how angry I was that a person, a grown woman, could do something like that while my co-workers were just stunned. They'd known about that table's behavior the whole morning and had told me to ignore it, but none of them expected this to happen at all. However, I'll admit that in that moment, I was likely way too loud. And when I turned to leave, the thought that my voice might have reached the restaurant sunk in. I was embarrassed, but I was still really angry. As I placed the new set of tongs at the buffet, I heard someone next to me say, I'm sorry about that. I didn't look to see who exactly it was, if it was the woman, her friends, or just a sympathetic witness. But I just replied rather curtly and without making eye contact that it was not okay to do something like that, especially since we were still hot off the heels of the pandemic at the time. Heck, our workplace only lifted the mask mandate that month after a handful of employees came back from quarantine, including me, by the way. I faintly remember saying more, maybe even being a little more mean, but that was the gist of it. Again, it was wrong to be angry, but dang it, you'd expect grown people to act better than that, especially when they're in front of kids. They're kids! Not to mention, I feel like I've personally been punished for doing something like that when I was probably five years old. It's just not appropriate at all, and not something I'd expect from even the most entitled parents I've read about on this sub. Regardless, they ended up paying and leaving not long after, and as the crowd died down significantly, I apologized profusely to my co-workers about being so angry and acting out on that. I'm not defending my actions, and if I could do that all again, I would in a heartbeat. Surprisingly, a lot of my co-workers actually agreed that what I did and said was justified. 
In fact, one even said that the woman deserved a taste of humility and maybe she'd learn from that. And replacing the tongs then and there was a good call. For those who might be curious, I made a personal apology to their server as well who laughed and said that she didn't care and that she would have done the same thing too. She, of course, didn't get a tip, but she said that it wasn't a surprise because those ladies were jerks to her from the start. Please, please, please don't treat a buffet like your personal plate. And also, to that random gentleman who almost got hit in the head by a stray Spider-Man doll, thanks for being patient and I hope you ended up having a good day. Well, guys, funnily enough, and I mean this, I actually am the gentleman in this story. And OP, just a little message from me to you. I actually love Spider-Man, so I really enjoyed playing throw and catch with the kids. There you go. In all seriousness, look, buffets are great, aren't they? Like you've got unlimited food. You can get a, a massive selection from a variety of cuisines. Whatever's going, you can get. That is the beauty of it. But it relies on people not taking the mick like these guys. If someone just like puts their hand in a bowl right this massive full of lovely chicken or something it's ruined for everyone and this like putting tongs from your kid's mouth back into the food like that's just ridiculous it's probably wasted that full thing of food yes i get it they were closing and you were taking stuff that's fine but put it into your little bag or whatever and then go and feed it to your kid afterwards don't do it there and then in front of everyone that is so disgusting it's so weird as well guys let me know down in the comments what is the most entitled or weirdest thing that you've seen at a restaurant or a buffet because that that's right up there. That's for sure. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of our slash entitled parents. Three great stories there. I hope you enjoyed them. If you did, drop a like on this video. It lets me know that you're still enjoying the content. If you're new around here and you haven't already done so, hit subscribe. And if you want some more right away from me, check out this 11 hour video. You think I'm joking? I'm not. Click it now. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents... The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.